0: You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex.
1: In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life, whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy.
0: If you often catch yourself over-explaining to others, this episode is for you. We're going to talk about what causes us to over-explain and why changing this behavior can be empowering hello 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 hey everybody thank you for listening um carly how you doing i'm doing pretty good how you doing today i'm doing pretty good it's super hot here i feel like it was uh super hot in la then it got a little cool for a minute Mm, that was nice and then it like is on blaze again so i just ran up into carly's location uh (laughs) really hot right now so trying to cool down (laughs) trying to
1: cool down but if y'all watching the Um, video y'all see some new things
0: Okay. A few things. New things and a few things. Sun's <laughs> out. Areola's out today. Um, Y'all welcome. Uh, <laughs> try and get them views up. You know what I'm saying? Um, but this is kind of random also, but it's so funny as uh, we were thinking about topics today or as I was thinking about them before I came over here. I was looking through carliescouch.com and like from the beginning, just like, you know maybe seeing an old episode spark an idea or thought. And I was like, yo, these titles were like funny and like the images were funny. I was like, these are good. So I feel like we have so many good episodes um behind us and, and under our belt. And it's almost like I was like, dang, can we like start doing like a replay? You know how they do on the radio sometimes we like replay a show or something. Um although sometimes we have a lot of our like present, you know, what's going on and ideas. I don't know maybe if things would change but uh, we have a lot of good episodes. So shout out to me and shout out to Carly.
1: Yeah. Because I, I was
0: kind of cracking up. Like, well, I was like, we got, we're creative with these titles and everything. And I was like, all right, let's. You know, make sure we keep it going and, and keep it cool for everybody. So
1: absolutely, and I think we should um, revisit some of them. Shout out to Jay; he was like, "Man, Lexi tested me." <laughs> but um, one of uh, uh, Jay he was on the podcast, but he listened to all the episodes and he was saying, "Man, y'all should revisit some of the stuff y'all already talked about, mm-hmm. some of the other things because they do hold so much value." So if you haven't listened to some of the episodes, at least go look at the titles and laugh at the pictures because I'll be dying at some of them.
0: Yeah, I was like, "Man, these are look pretty good." So shout out to us um but today we're going to talk about explaining yourself over explaining and you know how a lot of times we have the need to just say a little bit more than we need to um I thought about this because this morning well that we're recording this morning um a friend of mine was like oh dang I just got this text talking about uh, the brunch today is at xyz place at this time and he's like But he ain't never confirmed it. Like, you know, three weeks ago, he was like, oh, for my birthday, we're probably going to go here. You know, set that aside. But I ain't here from him until today. And, you know, for some other reasons, he's like, I kind of just really don't really want to go. And I was like, well, you know, listen to yourself. You really don't want to go. Because, you know, sometimes you hear people, like, trying to explain to themselves, like, man, I I should go. Like, this really is my friend. But, like, I don't. it was other people there. I didn't really want to see and some other stuff. uh, I was like, well, just listen to yourself and don't go. Or, you know, maybe make sure if it's about other people and not that person to be like you know I, I can't go but like let's do something else mm-hmm. and so trying to text it, it's like man but how do I say this what do I say um should I explain this or that and I was like you know what like sometimes you just don't need to explain it's just like hey I'm sorry I won't be able to make it today after all um and then like I said that second part I thought was most important when it's like you don't want to hurt their feelings but it's Um, But less, you know, let me know, are you free Thursday night? I'd love to take you to dinner for your birthday, whatever, right? So something else. But it's like, you don't have to say nothing about nothing else. It's just, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to make it. Um, And then, like, 45 minutes later, as I was sitting here trying to think of podcast episodes, (laughs) that kind of came to me where I was like, you know what? That is something, um, because I catch myself every once in a while, too. And, like, especially, like, via email, things like that, right? Where you're, like, doing so much talking, and you're like, you know what? And I didn't need to say all that. So... Um, Carly, do you feel like there's a lot of situations where you feel like, you know, you just kind of start to over explain and
1: <laughs> I'm just laughing. Cause after we recorded last time, um, you were, one of your clients had an art event and I was supposed to go and man, I show was like oh, yeah. typing over a whole bunch of uh, stuff, backspace and, and typing a whole none bunch of, that. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then I finally was like, Carly, just. Say it, because it's easier to let people know. Because mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes we do that so much and get stuck in our heads trying to over-explain and figure out the proper way to word things and, mm-hmm. and doing that, that you end up, like, being late and not letting them know or just avoiding it altogether. And it's like, bro, just send the thing. And so finally, mm-hmm. I just text, like, hey, not going to make it tonight, mm-hmm. dog. Not going to hold you. Not going to the be there. I
0: wasn't even going to hit, like, you know what I mean? If you didn't pull up, you didn't pull up. Like, I'm not even that person anyway. Unless uh, It's not like it was a personal thing to me. Yeah. If it was personal to me, I'd be like, where you at? But, you know, it's one of the things Just like, just... You really didn't even have to do that. But if you had sent me a paragraph, I'd have been like, nah, Carly. I, just, <laughs> I really didn't need this paragraph. Like, it's okay. Um, yeah. But that is considerate, of course, to still just, you know, let people know things. Um, mm-hmm. So that's, that's a good example there, too. But I feel like a lot of times, for whatever reason, we feel like the other person or party involved requires an explanation when really your one answer, your statement, your question, whatever it is, is more than enough. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, sorry, I'm not going to make it. That's it. You know, yeah. don't, don't nobody need to know how oh, I mean, I'm kind of going through this or oh, I just really don't even feel it. Like, because half the time, too, it it really will just be like, y'all don't feel like it. But you feel like that's not adequate. So it's like you feel like it needs to be something more important. And it's Man. like, no, you just don't want to fucking go. Yeah.
1: And that's OK. And I think that's like owning our power. But we do that. But also being on the other side of that, like you said, when people send me unnecessary paragraphs for like you could have just told me, I'm like, oh, my God. So it's, like, yeah. on the other side, too. It's, like, man, you don't you don't have to do all that. Like, it's yeah. okay.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, even when it comes to, like, work stuff, I'm trying to think of, is there an example where you really want to know, like, yo, what's going on? And sometimes if it's, like, uh, let's say somebody owes you some work or yeah. you know, something like that and it's, like, they just disappear for a week or something like that, I appreciate, because uh, that's happened with me before and I got a message it's like, you know, I've really been dealing with XYZ and this and this and this. It's, like, I appreciate that. But also, if you had just been, like, hey, I'm kind of going through some things, and I got behind. You know, that's also fine. Um, but yeah, like let's not over-require explanations for people because that doesn't really change anything besides, hey, is there anything I can do? Um, and let's not over explain ourselves. So but, I feel like
1: it happens so often and I'm like, you yeah, know, where um where are some areas where like we might over explain or have you experienced mm-hmm. it or have you over explained? Yeah, I
0: um came up with a few ideas of like thinking of what kind of scenarios and I think one place where we over explain ourselves is when you're trying to get somebody else to understand how they made you feel or how they hurt you Mm -hmm. or something like that we're just like yeah but this and that like this is you did this and now I feel like this and it's like hey bro that's a grown person and they know you know they they know what they're doing they know if they're wrong um and you're just super over explaining to that person
1: Mm-hmm. Um, explaining to somebody like why you did something a certain way. And I feel mm-hmm. like that happens in relationships and work and all kinds of, stuff. you know, I added the attachment this way because last time I did uh-huh. this, and it's like, is the attachment on there? Yeah. Bet.
0: And even in, in, like to that example, it's not even necessarily a bad thing. Like, Oh, I did it this way because of this, but also it's just like, okay, just add it in and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Um, Another thing which we were already kind of talking about is explaining why you can't do a thing. Like, Oh, I can't come to this dinner or, um, I can't help you with this project, things like that.
1: And then um, I was like thinking of some other ones. And it's like whenever you feel like you have to validate yourself or like a decision you're making. So mm-hmm. like the conversation earlier, I'm not going because, you know, I mean, I had a really long week. And I'm really tired and I got to go grocery shopping and I, it it's OK. Mm-hmm. It's OK.
0: And then also wanting someone to understand or agree with you, which kind of goes into the first one, too. It's like when you want somebody to just be on the same page as what you're feeling and to recognize what you're feeling. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, And then how does this play out? Like what does it actually look like?
1: It looks like paragraph text messages (laughs) and overly lengthy explanations for things that don't necessarily call for it.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, And another thing is when, when somebody starts giving you like all this extra background information to support it. um, So like, for example, if I'm asking somebody like, "Oh, why didn't you uh, come to this brunch today?" and it's like, "Well, you know, last time this happened, and then uh, I was doing this, and then like it's just giving a lot of extra information, and it's like I ain't really need all of that. Like you don't have to, you don't have to justify it to me. I was asking you the question, um, but if you find yourself to what she just said with the lengthy uh, explanations and all this extra background information, it's like you don't gotta do all that."
1: Mm-hmm. Anything that is unwarranted or unnecessary, mm-hmm. unru- like not irrelevant to the conversation, probably would be a signifier that you're over-explaining something. And so if that's what it looks like and those are some situations, why do we over-explain?
0: I think a lot of times we don't trust ourselves or we don't trust that they will not judge us doing what we want to do. Um, so all that to probably say, like, avoid being judged and... To that point, like even with what you're saying about uh coming to the our opening last week, it's like, okay, like what maybe it's like, oh man, I don't want them to think I just let them down or I'm just like not showing up or, or I don't I'm not staying true to my word or like all of those mm-hmm. things. I get is that maybe the same as like you don't want them to judge you for that, mm-hmm. but I
1: think, I think there could be that, but also protecting people's feelings. Cause like, mm-hmm, you know, cause mm-hmm. I we had just talked about it and I told you I was going to be there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then I didn't. And I was like, man, I just really don't feel like doing anything today. Yeah. And it's like, man, I just told you though. Like I, like we just talked. Yeah. And so I was like, damn, like I feel kind of bad. My end, but also like, dog, I just told you.
0: Yeah, I think not being judged, but then for sure, sometimes we do this to protect other people's feelings, especially if it's like uh, somebody asking for your help with something Mm -hmm. or to do something, and you already know you're overextended, um, or they want you to pick them up from somewhere, like any of those types of things, right? Where it's like, uh, you don't really want to do it, but you start doing all this talking about what you got to do, and what's going on, and oh man, I don't have no gas, and like, you can just say no. It's okay to just say no.
1: Yeah. Um, and then to avoid conflict, I think, is another one. So you start trying to over-explain to help them understand so they don't get upset that you made this decision or did this. And so you're mm-hmm. just trying to keep the peace. Mm-hmm. So you think over-explaining is a way to do that.
0: Mm-hmm. But also, I think it displays, um, and this is also one of the problems when we're talking about what's the problem with over-explaining, is kind of a lack of self-confidence. It's like you're, you're not sure about your own decision. And so you feel like you need to convince somebody else. But when you're sure about like what you can do, what you want to do, you don't do all that back and forth. You just, you know, respond directly. Um, So you may want validation and you may be feeling insecure about your decision. So in over explaining it, you're kind of almost leaving room also for somebody to maybe try to convince you otherwise, or, you know, say something else, but again, not necessary.
1: Mm hmm. Um, and trying to control the other person's like response. Um, so if you make a decision, you know, is going to hurt somebody's feelings. You try to over explain again to try to bring them to your side and help you uh, like help them understand because like, I think as humans, especially with people we care about, we don't tend to let like to let people down or disappoint them. Like there's a fear of disappointing people. Mm-hmm. And so over-explaining is a mechanism to try to, like, get them to understand your side so they're not disappointed. You yeah. kind of ease that blow. And so I
0: feel like maybe all of this is probably a symptom of if you're a people pleaser mm-hmm. in general, um, which a lot of people can be or tend to be, and you're, just, you're thinking more about the other person than yourself, honestly. Um, another reason why we over-explain or explain too much or explain too many things is to ease your own feelings of guilt. So, again, it's almost like you're convincing yourself, like, I'm allowed to relax instead of go to this brunch, or I'm allowed to um, chill instead of going and help you do a thing, or I'm allowed to put my own work first. And so it's like you're trying to ease your own self because you do feel a little bit guilty for not being able to or not choosing to be all things for all people.
1: And I think anytime you're trying to convince yourself of something, like that's a sign that there's some work to be done there. Mm-hmm. And then another reason um, when I was like doing some research on this too is trauma. So if you um, – it's called the Fawn response, like F-A-W-N response. So if you if you find yourself like um, resonating with a lot of these things, like look up that. And it's all about people-pleasing and trying to stay safe in your environment and feeling other people's emotions so you're really um, – just being so tuned into other people that you're not tuning into yourself quick. So it could be a trauma response. Um, Not always, but that is something that could also stem from. Is
0: it always a problem though? Because sometimes I feel like it may be good to be open and, you know, let people in. Um, So like, even for example, let's say if you told somebody you were going to do something, but you know, you're really just like, I need to just have a chill day, you know, like for your own mental health or whatever. Is it, when is it okay to be open and like let people know that? Like, is that wrong to explain all the time? I, uh, all the
1: time. I mean, like, is it
0: wrong to explain sometimes? I guess
1: no, and and I don't think that it's ever like a blanket statement, yes or no, for most things. Like outside of murdering folks, probably. But then if they're trying to kill you, mm-hmm. is it really a blanket? Anyways, but um, with over explaining, I would say no. I think sometimes it's helpful. Um, because one of my friends, for example, if I told her that I wasn't like, let's say I committed to do something and then I told her, hey, I'm not going to be able to do it. It would be helpful for her to understand why, so she doesn't... Why? Um, because... And this is, like, her own trauma stuff, but she takes it personal. Like, mm. like oh, like, you didn't show up to this, but she didn't know I had a flat tire. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Or whatever. So, hey, dog, I'm not going to be able to make it. Mm. So she took it personal, which, again, is, like, you know, am I responsible for somebody else's trauma? Mm. Not necessarily, but if if relationships are to help us grow and get better and you know mm. that that's something, sometimes it can be helpful.
0: Yeah, so that's an interesting give and take if you recognize, you know, the type of person. And, and that for some people, it is, you do got to give them a little extra. Mm. Um, for me like you could have been like yeah i ain't gonna be there dog. You could have been like bitch I'm not showing up and I'd have been like cool. <laughs>
1: like, All right. like, I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't about to be there. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah like and so you got to know the person you're talking to mm-hmm. uh, cuz I wouldn't have took stuff like that so personal. But if, to your point sometimes people are and you know especially like if this is like a partner or maybe a family member or you know a very close person to you um that could help ease them cuz then sometimes too I I know I've caught an attitude before if somebody just either they just didn't do a thing without any explanation or um they kind of just was like oh well you know I'm not gonna be there anymore or something like that but and then you do you can kind of get actually like oh, okay and then find out later like oh man like this happened with their their aunt passed away and then this mm-hmm. happened or something was going on in their crib or their brother is in jail somewhere and it's like oh you know let me also remember that everything's not about me. So I think it is a little give and take, though, where, um, you know, you need to recognize, like, yo, people don't really owe you an explanation, um, and you don't owe anybody an explanation, but when it's okay or when you feel comfortable or whatever, sure.
1: Yeah, like like I think it's like a give and take and just evaluate by situations, but I think more often than not, over-explaining is probably not necessarily the healthiest thing. What's not the healthiest thing? I'm uh, sorry? Overexplaining. over oh. I'm saying more often than not. Okay. Like I would err okay, on the okay. side of like over explaining things. And then they yeah. might ask questions. So even with a friend, like, let's say you did feel some type oh, of way. You could have asked me and just said, Hey, you know, is there like what's going mm-hmm. on? Is everything okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, actually I'm having a really bad day, dog. Like, oh Yeah. Let it unfold. Give give yeah. space.
0: Yeah. Because there are some problems with overexplaining explaining and with and with explaining at all sometimes. And one of those is, um, let's say somebody hurts you or they lie to you or you know, they got caught cheating or something like that. And like you sitting here having conversation after conversation or like trying to get them to understand, like, don't you understand like how you hurt me or you should have did this or why didn't you do that? It is you being over responsible for that person. Because like, like I said earlier, they are a grown person. They know that what they did was wrong or they know that they probably mistreated you or whatever. Like at some point you just have to let people do what they do and be like, all right, bet. And like, just have your own boundary set, um, And so, yeah, you don't have to be over-responsible for trying to show them the light or trying to teach them anything or, you know, any of that, really.
1: Absolutely. Another thing is it starts to look like excuses if you're always over-explaining everything. Mm -hmm. You're just like, oh, here she come again. And you know, you know you make that face every single time. So every time you over-explain, oh, you know, I was late today because there was traffic. I was late yesterday because I woke up late.
0: Because I hate when... when People who work on my teams, like, I've had a couple people like that in the past where it's like, it's always, they always have to say something and it's like, dog, I wish, I really just didn't say nothing and just be like, oh, my bad, I'll get it to you. Versus every time I'm checking in, it's like, oh, well, this happened. Every time it's like something else and then something else. And it's like, all right, bro. Like, I don't even want to hear the explanation. I just care about the things is the getting, getting done. done. Yeah. Or, or just acknowledging that is fine, but you don't got to. Yeah, it just looks like you just coming up with an excuse every time. Um, another reason why explaining yourself and over-explaining is a problem is because it devalues what you're saying by you having to um, give, like, points as to why. Like, ah, you know, well, I actually really kind of got to do this and that, too. and And, you know, sometimes this. And, like, bro, like, you're... Like we say, you're kind of opening yourself up to, like, okay, so just say no. Like, just say no, I can't do a thing. Um, Instead of devaluing what you're saying by going in circles around it as if you're trying to convince yourself.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And it convolutes what you say because then mm-hmm. you start talking a whole bunch and we get lost in it, too, on the other side. And I've done that, like, with myself, too, like, noticing, like, damn, I don't even know what I'm talking about right
0: now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the one thing, yeah, <laughs> too, like, it can give the wrong impression. Like, you can, And I've done that, too. And I do that a lot of times. I'm not even trying to explain all the time, but just in when people are trying to talk to you and get a certain answer. And it's like, well, you start going all over the place. And now it's like you're talking so much that you're missing, like, what's the original point? Which is probably just a yes or no or, you know, something mad simple and you didn't have to do all that. They don't even know what you're talking about anymore.
1: I think one of the biggest ones is it like makes you feel less confident and also causes Mm. you to appear less confident um, to other people whenever you feel like you have to over-explain, it's like walking into a meeting. Hey, guys, I'm so sorry I was late. You know, my kid... Mm. D- 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 instead of walking in, They always so much. be them
0: damn kids, but you coming in with some yeah. Starbucks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but then also just thinking about, like, changing your language and just saying, hey, thank yeah. you so much for being patient. Yeah. You know, and, and then moving into the conversation as yeah. opposed to, like, going off on a tangent about something that has nothing to do with it. Like, you feel more confident. You appear that people perceive you and receive you as more confident. So just noticing whenever you start talking too much, like how you're feeling and how people are receiving that.
0: Yeah. And we have an episode about apologizing, I believe, or like over apologizing, I think, or we, we talk about that in one of the episodes for sure. Um, So that kind of does go hand in hand where it's like, there's ways to reframe yourself from more of an empowered place Mm -hmm. um, because it's your life. I'm in control here. Um, And again, like, you don't hurt the other person's feelings necessarily by being direct. And so even back to the initial example of, hey, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to be able to make it to this brunch, you know, after all. But, and then you're still making the space for, you know, let's do this mm-hmm. like another time because it's really not about them. So, you know, you don't hurt their feelings because then you're like, oh man, I don't want them to think this or I don't want them to be, feel bad because I'm canceling. And it's like, all right, cool. Friday works for me. And like, oh. And you, you could tell the weight that's, like, lifted when it's, like, you thought it was going to be something extra, and it's not. Like, people don't be caring. Like, I was at the thing doing working, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, enjoy your evening. Like, I'm, it's okay. It's not that deep. Nobody's worried about it. Um, honor yourself because you're going to feel, like, so much less stress on your shoulders versus you caring and over-caring about other people. So when you do over-explain, it looks like you're putting – other people's feelings and their needs ahead of yours because it looks like you're trying to convince them and you, and it's like, no, you don't have to do all that.
1: And there's just something so powerful in choosing yourself and not, needing to do anything else and on the other side, which could be another thing, all the assumptions you're making about the other person and your need to try to make them feel better when you have no idea. They could just be like, all right, cool. Or they were trying to cancel too, shit, but they mm-hmm. were trying to figure out how to cancel. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Whoo, thank God. I got the text. Actually, I'm not feeling good tonight. Bet. Like,
0: mm-hmm. ready to lay
1: in bed. You don't ever know what's going on on the other side. There's a lot yep. of assuming going on. And that's the exact example I was
0: using with them is that, you know, anytime you are starting to feel like, oh, I don't really want to go. Like, you're not, when you start trying to justify it, like, you're not listening to yourself and you're not listening to your own body and you're going to, like, kind of feel that. And so when you actually say what you need to say um, and you explain less about it, it looks and feels like you're more sure about, like, what you want to get across. It's more direct communication, more clear communication. Um, and you just feel better. Like, you feel better because you're honoring yourself. To any time, and that and that was the example I was using. Like, yo, you know how every time when it's like somebody cancels, are you like, or when you find yourself like, oh, I hope this person cancels. Like, yo, <laughs> I hope they cancel. Yo, you go ahead and cancel because obviously you don't want to do the shit. So if you don't want to do it and you're waiting for somebody else, um, no need to wait for that. Do what you want to do, do what you need to do, and cancel it. Of course, that doesn't mean like you know every time there's something you need to do or responsible for. Uh, that you just stop, stop, stop. Because sometimes that's also other things in us that are keeping us from, you know, moving forward or holding ourselves back. But, you know, when you're just not feeling it, when you're not really trying to go out no more, whatever. Um, like, I don't even make plans, but a couple days ahead. And sometimes I can't, I get, it got to be the day of, because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know how I'm going to feel that day. Um, so, you know, listen to yourself and honor yourself.
1: Which is the most important. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, we know where it happens. We know why we do it. We know what it looks like, but how do we actually stop over explaining? So if you're somebody who finds yourself in these situations, trying to justify Mm -hmm. stuff, trying to control other people's emotions, like what can we actually do to stop doing that?
0: I think like most things that we discuss on Carly's couch, um, you know, the first thing is really being more aware of when you're doing it and how often you're doing Mm -hmm. it and what circumstances with what types of people, maybe it's more of a work thing. Maybe you do it with certain friends. Maybe it's like certain family you don't want to disappoint um, but in paying attention to that, I think one of the main important things is to get comfortable with silence. And so taking more pauses, um, not just immediately like starting to talk and ramble when people ask you things or are talking to you, but being okay, being like a fewer words. And that's something to for sure practice. And it is hard because there's so many times that like I'll have a conversation and afterwards. I'm like, dang, like I, I wish I had just like slowed down a little bit or like I was just talking just to talk. Um, somebody called me out kind of recently, like a couple of months ago. I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I don't think your speech is very mindful all the time. And I was like, man, maybe not. Because they, they would call me out on like things I've said or whatever. And I'm like, I don't even remember saying that. Like, I, sometimes it's like you're just talking. Um, and so that's something I was thinking about like, okay, how to be more mindful in your speech is just talk more slowly, pay more attention, be more quiet. And I just get to like talking and talking and talking. And then, like we said earlier, going in circles and everything else. So, get more comfortable slowing down, get more comfortable with silence. Mm
1: -hmm. And I like the practicing part is like just thinking about what you want to say and then leaving it at that. Mm -hmm. And so probably Mm -hmm. starting with text messages, start probably starting with a couple word answers, like yeses and nos, things like that. And then leaving space. And I like that pause for you, but for other people too, leaving space, like just say, Hey, I'm not going to be able to make it leave space for them to ask why, if they want to ask why. Mm -hmm. Like don't feel like you have to assume that you need to have all the answers for all their questions when they haven't asked them yet. Let people ask you questions because they might not. And then you're like, damn, I've been over explaining. I don't have to do that. So start practicing like with your text messages. And I would say like with, you know, shorter answers like this pause and this leaving space and just being more concise.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree and think that via texting and email is an easier place to start practicing because you can see it, you know, versus when you're just talking, you just start talking. Because um, there's so many times you can be writing an email and then you go back and it's like, no, nah, that's an explanation. Delete and just just delete it, you know, reread it and then bring it back down, make it more concise, make it more direct. And I think that's a very good way to practice there for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but understand and know why you're feeling the need to over explain in the first place. So why aren't you trusting your own voice? Like, what is it that you're? thinking about why are you placing more value on the other person or thinking they're judging you or, you know, not not trusting what you want and what you need in your own body. So give yourself permission to trust your own voice. So, again, like if you're practicing with text and email, things like that first, you really can stop for a second and, like, think about, like, all right, will I really be able to get this done by tomorrow to send back to them? And probably not. So, This is what I need to say. Um, And just give yourself that time to really think about what's the real answer here before you start talking and before you start trying to justify.
1: And I would also say practice that pause whenever people ask you, hey, can you do this or you want to go do this or you want to go out with me on Thursday? Uh, Let me check my schedule and think about it. And then you can actually see how you feel. And then Mm -hmm. practice that. But I would say your feelings are a great guide to if you're honoring yourself, because you know when you commit to something you don't want to do or that you're not feeling up to, you know, whenever you're ready for somebody to cancel and you're praying that they do like listen to your feelings and then just practice actually acting and speaking on those. And then the last one I would just say is to be patient with yourself, to give yourself that time and recognize, especially if you've been doing this for 30 plus years or however many Mm -hmm. years, like it's not going to come as easily. But with practice, it starts to get easier.
0: Yeah, pay attention this week. So I would say that's your homework is um, reread every email, reread those text messages. Are you trying to convince yourself or somebody of something? Are you explaining too much where you could just say a cut and dry answer? And that also doesn't mean be abrupt or rude with anything, but you know, when you're doing too much um, or that's explaining much. why you can't do the thing instead of just saying, I can't do that thing. Um, Cause you don't have to do all that again. They, maybe if they ask, then sure. Open to having a conversation, um, but you don't have to put all that up front all the time. So practice that this week.
1: Yeah, and hit us at Carly's Couch on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Let us know how it's going. I'm going to practice this week too. And then this is right in line in alignment with this week's shout-out. So this week's shout-out is for Thrive Health Lab. Um, if you've been listening or if you haven't, it's the gym that I train out of. And we are having a wellness week that is free, free 99 for the entire community. We have both virtual and in-person events, everything from yoga classes, like different types, meditation classes. We have therapists coming, doctors of Eastern medicine, life coaches. Shout out to Coach Ash. We have a bunch of amazing black and brown practitioners donating their time for the community. Um... All the trainers have been going so hard since COVID. We've been offering free classes. We weren't even getting paid for, like, the first six months that we were offering these classes during COVID, like, virtually, just so people would have health and wellness resources. And we noticed this past month that all of us are kind of struggling – with maintaining our own lives. And it's like, how can we preach to y'all to take care of yourself when we're not taking care of ourselves? So go to thrivehealthlab.com, register for free, all the free classes. If you're in LA, you can come out to the studio and meet some of these amazing teachers. If not, join us for all the virtual events. So are some
0: virtual and some are in person Mm -hmm. or okay. Yeah, and then some
1: are both. Um, like but like the therap uh like there's a therapist that's coming, an amazing brown woman. Hers is virtual, whereas Mm -hmm. some of the yoga classes are both virtual and in person. Okay, cool. And then yeah, just dope stuff. So check it out, Thrive Health Lab. We'll link it in the show notes. And
0: then how was this um giving you guys a break? Because it's outside people doing this? Yeah. Okay, so y'all aren't.
1: Yeah, and we shut down the whole gym. We ain't teaching no classes. Okay. We're not doing any personal training, the whole gym is closed to us this oh, week. Cool. And we told all of our clients, we sent out an email like, hey, y'all are free to come to all this stuff, mm-hmm. but we need a break. Okay. Got to lead by cool. example.
0: So it's almost like substitute teaching this week. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And then you said this week, right? Mm-hmm. This What's co- the dates for this? Um, It is October 5th, 4th through the 7th, 4th okay. through the 8th. Cool. So whenever this drops on Monday through the Thursday, um, check out all the free stuff.
0: Cool. And then this week we have a question for you and for us, as always. Carly, what's the dumbest way that you've been injured?
1: Um, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind was during my yoga teacher training. I was carrying a whole bunch of yoga bolsters, which are big pillows. But I was like a cartoon, so I couldn't see anything. Mm -hmm. And I was like walking outside and I stepped in a hole. Shout out to these amazing L.A. sidewalks. And rolled my ankle and like I threw all the bolsters in the air, like a cartoon. Like I tripped, <laughs> threw the bolsters, fell, looked down on my ankle. It was the size of a mongo, like it was oh, huge. So. Immediately? And, yeah, immediately. And everybody no. was like, Oh my God, are you a counselor? Oh yeah, I'm good. Walked to my car, started bawling. My no. ankle was so big. And then they knocked on my window and got me ice. And I was just embarrassed because like I was a cartoon, y'all. Like I literally no. threw those pillows. And then I started. That's actually when I first started teaching at Thrive. And I was on crutches. I trained my first class on crutches. Oh, man. Man, yeah, so I um, was a whole cartoon. Well,
0: this question, from the first things that popped into my head, I feel like any time I've gotten injured, it was dumb. <laughs> um, I don't know if I should say how I, when I got electrocuted or when I um, burned three-fourths of my body. I'm trying to think of what's the most dumbest one. Probably, um, I'll say probably like when I was a kid I did this, and I guess most of these are kid. There's something now, (laughs) too. But I was skating. I I don't know why the hell I was skating in grass. I was skating down a a grass hill, and I had my arms out. I was like, whoa. And then there's a big cord sticking out of the ground, and I, like, touched it with my arm, and it just, like, sizzled my whole, like, side. And it looked like snakeskin on my... Uh, my whole arm, like, turned into snakeskin. So it was just stupid, because I don't know why I was skating in grass or down a hill or...
1: But that also wasn't your fault that there was an exposed wire to shock well, you. I think they were out there working on something. Oh, God. But it
0: wasn't but it was my fault. And then to this day, I'm like, man, you know how, I like, could have sued the
1: hell out yeah, of them. Yeah, but you
0: know how black parents are, are like, oh, you know, they just take care of it. Like, they didn't try to go, like, hard or anything. It's like, bro, well, y'all could have went hard. Like, the whites go hard on, like, getting extra and yes, getting money do. for stuff. And we just be like, oh, just thankful you here and... They probably did the medical bills or whatever, but Duke Power, man, you should have, if it was me being an adult, count your days, but <laughs> um, yeah, I just had to go to the hospital and get wrapped up for a few weeks, I think, or something like that, but it was just pretty stupid.
1: Oh, man, well, I wish I would have took them for everything that was worth, <laughs> but glad you're here and well.
0: Yeah, another one um, that's more kind of recent is I um was coming out of a, Parking garage, driving out, and I had just hadn't buckled up yet. Which now I always people get mad. I'm always like, "Yo, buckle up before you move." But like, I was coming out of the parking garage, and then I, other car, this other car didn't hit me, but I had to hit the brakes or something, and I busted my own head into my own windshield. I cracked the whole windshield up, and I was fine. And they're like, "Yeah, you should go get you for concussion." I was like, "No, I feel like I'm pretty good right now. Like I'm okay." And then I had to go to the hospital and do all the MRI and stuff, and nothing was wrong. I was like. Bro, I'm telling y'all, I was, my skull was fine, but I had crushed my like windshield, oh my, god. But my head was fine. <laughs> so, ever since then, I'm like, Yeah, all right, bro. What was this? <laughs> uh, this is when I was in grad school. Oh. Um, so oh. probably like 2012 12 ish.
1: Oh, god, damn, which well, still
0: is a long time ago now. Jesus was Christ, like, almost <laughs> two <ten> years, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's like, damn, what is recent anymore? 2012 is <laughs> not recent, whatever. Man, well,
1: glad you're still here and that you're okay, buckle up. Right. Um, take care of yourselves and let us know what's the dumbest way you've been injured. Hit us at Carly's Couch and thank y'all for tuning in. Don't overexplain yourself this week
0: at yeah. uh... all. <laughs>